Hey, this is Gillian C., and you're listening to the RPG Show. Listen up. See you in Kobe. Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, adventurer. Care for another story? One of the heroes triumph against darkness. A dragon's journey of self-discovery? Or perhaps two souls' quests to find unity? Well, pull up a chair and have a listen. To this episode of the RPG Show, my name's Brent. I'm your host, and with me today will be, of course, my my right hand man, Nick. Here in a bit, I just want to stop in and kind of tell you what the plans for today's show were. Um, we sort of just did another. Just want to do like a completely off topic. There's a gaming discussion, plus we answer emails, so it's not ended up didn't not being as uh, off topic as I thought it was going to be. So. That's kind of what what's gonna go on. Like, uh, you know, we are gonna talk uh, the state of like modern gaming. Um, we will, we're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna do a little Guardians of the Galaxy review. We're gonna answer some emails um, and that kind of thing. And uh, it'll be great. We're gonna have fun. That's what we have in show. Yeah. Well, and uh, I had another bit where um, I was gonna check in with Glenn and do record a little Skype call with him and see what he's been up to as far as playing video games and that sort of thing because uh, we have had a couple emails recently um you know talking about him so um but we weren't able to get that schedule locked down in time for me to put this episode out so uh that that might be part of uh one of the other shows but that being said sit down relax and prepare your ear holes for a graceful insertion of quality quality salt and entertainment there's entertainment in there i guess because that's how things roll but first maestro play me a song all of the music being played on today's episode comes from the badass boss themes volume one i will put a link to that album's homepage in the description of this podcast or in the show notes or whatever just Head on over to the website that drpgshow.com. The post for this episode will have the information for that album located in it. So it's pretty cool stuff.
So, uh, this past weekend, it was this past weekend, or was it this, whatever, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is out, and uh, I just, uh, me and Nick, we've both seen it, you've seen it, right? When'd you go see it? Yeah. Um, fuck, last Friday, I think? No, Saturday? Okay, alright. Okay, I, I don't know when the show's coming up, but it's probably like the first week in May. Alright, so, I went and saw it yesterday, um, which would be... Because this show should go up tomorrow, so, you know, Saturday before the show comes out. So, and we will kind of discuss, discuss a little spoiler action here. Um, so, if... The most awkward thing happened, though. Did I tell you that I ran into my boss there? Oh, boy. Really? Which which one? Sam. Sam was there? That sucks. Yeah, because, like, we walked in, and it's packed. We're, like, we're like 15 minutes early. And we're like, what the shit? So, like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking up trying to find the good seating and i see there's three seats between like this old couple and these like this gaggle of old ladies and i'm like uh i mean that looks decent enough so just start getting up there oh, y'all sit in the top section y'all are weird i hate you all like that it's not the top section it's like uh like in the middle of the theater top row of the bottom section is the best row no yes but anyway um, so like we're scooting through, I'm like, excuse me, excuse me. I get to where the seats are. I'm like, are these seats taken? And Sam's like, Hey Nick, how's it going? I'm like, Oh no. Fuck. Oh, Sam. Okay. Oh no. Yeah. Well, we didn't really talk, but it was just like awkward. Well, that's like the guy that's, uh, the, the big, uh, the, like the kind of area guy for Miller Coors. So like the guy that our company has to answer to it, like he lives five minutes away from like one of my accounts and he's, he's in Colonial Heights all the time. So, uh, it's like, uh, I, we, the number of times I've run into him at the mall, it's so awkward. It's the worst. Um, but anyway, uh, we both saw it. Um, and again, spoiler kind of territory. So if you don't really care, like you're worried, we're going to ruin something for you, you know, maybe wait on this segment wait on this segment and then come back later, I guess, when you have a chance to see it. I, I mean, I don't know, really. I, I don't think it's the type of movie that you could actively spoil, to be honest. Like, there's not a whole lot of, like, twists and turns there. Um, and Brittany got to see it before I did. She already kind of, like, fucked with one story element for me. And, uh... Was it, which death was it? It was the, it was Yondu's. What a bitch. Well, she said, she said, don't like what she she said, uh, have fun, enjoy the movie and don't cry. Like I was going to cry. And I was like, okay, that means somebody dies. And the minute he puts on the other visor that makes him look more like the original character, I'm like, oh, he's dead. Like that's like, there's a reason they didn't give him the big goofy mohawk in the first movie. But now they've given him the big goofy mohawk that would never last. This Like, it's so ridiculous. I'm like, he's got to die. Like, they're going to give him a little homage to being a member of the Guardians and, like, fucking kill him off. Like, that's what's going to happen. He dies in the comics? Uh, no, no. Uh, it just, he's, he was, like, an original Guardian of the Galaxy. And, look, I'm not, I, I'm not even going to feign, like, a ton of knowledge about Guardians of the Galaxy. Because everybody out there that's like, oh, well, that's not like it was in the comic books. I'm like, bullshit. Like, not a single one of you motherfuckers read a Guardians of the Galaxy comic book until the first movie came out. Like, don't even try and play tough, because nobody fucking read Guardians of the Galaxy, okay? <laughs> like, in, in the, the iteration we have isn't even freaking close, from what I can tell, to the original 
Like, because that stuff was all over the place. Like, they were in bits and pieces, and oh my god. Like, so, when I'm sitting in the theaters and there's, like, neckbeards in the same row as me, like, well, that's what they're doing there seems to be. It's like, no, just, just stop. Just stop. Because you didn't know. You you probably knew now from, like, the first movie, and then you went and maybe picked up a couple trades and read some shit, but come on, you didn't, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. But anyway, um, okay. First off, uh, uh, you're, you're just doing a saltathon lately. Well, I guess I don't know. Like, I, I guess that's the role I've fallen into, Nick. Like, how did that happen? My the salt mine's pretty deep, there, buddy. How did how did that happen? How did I become the 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 crusty one? Like, how did that happen? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think we've gotten too comfortable with uh, the podcasting now. Our true selves are finally emerging. Oh, where I'm the cynical son of a bitch, and you get to be Mr. Laissez-Faire over there? Exactly. Oh, that's bullshit. Um, anyway, uh, that's... I mean, I mean, if you keep up this, this attitude, it's just you're just living it, living it up. All right, so I, I'm... It's, <laughs> and it's probably... What's that thing? Like, you, the thing is, uh, like, it's... You do it, and it becomes so? I can't remember, like, there's a term for that. Fuck if I know. It's just... God damn it. All right, so, um... I guess what what did you what what are your thoughts on the movie? Okay, well overall, I thought it was not as good as the first one, and I'm not sure if that's because of like nostalgia goggles. I've only seen the first one the one time, and yeah. when I watched it, I was like, it was it felt like almost a breath breath of fresh air. Uh-huh. It was, like it felt like kind of original. It was different from all the other Marvel films that were out at the time. I felt like, and because mm-hmm. um, it was more like a just this is here. This is kind of like a cheesy ass thing mm-hmm. enjoy it uh and this time a lot of the stuff felt really forced like i didn't really laugh yeah often as a lot of the jokes some of them drove on i'm like okay i got the point can we continue with the film uh personally i would have rather had Rock- rocket raccoon die as opposed to yondu but whatever um like especially after the point with like we're the same person like great well give me yondu because yondu's a better character um but, yeah um i mean and Groot like I, I kind of, I guess I understand the, the cute appeal thing to the Groot thing, but... Oh, you didn't like Baby like, Groot? I liked Baby Groot. I was fine with Baby no, Groot. like, it's fucking... Like, it was... It felt like almost one of those, uh... Those things that, the, like, the plot had. Like, oh, we need something to fuck up. Let's make Groot do it. Like, okay, oh, fuck. Oh, so Groot's doing something. It's going to take 15 minutes for this thing to get done. It's going to be wrong 20 times. Uh Ha ha! Ha! That's funny. Oh wow! I'm like, I'm like, just fucking stop, just stop. Like I don't know what the deal was, but I was just not that, not that into it. I felt like it was still a decent movie. Yeah. But I'm like, uh, I probably could have seen this on Netflix for free. Yeah. Um. And here I thought I was going to be the one with the more negative opinion on this movie. Um. All right. So, I guess overall for me, I still enjoyed it. It's it's definitely not the first movie by any means it's definitely a lot slower it's a lot more personal um like uh like so in, you could just even look at like the soundtracks what? and tell like the difference in mood there because like i mean you go from like ugo chaka ugo chaka to fucking father and son of all like just sad songs like the whole soundtrack's like loaded with these sad songs and it's meant to be a more personal kind of story 
Because there's a lot of plot points that's just two people talking instead of a lot of, you know, space lasers and, you know, talking tree, you know, is what and, you know, kind of what you come for. Um, and, you know, the baby Groot stuff didn't bother me. Um, I was worried that it would be kind of annoying, but it ended up, I didn't really mind. Like that first intro segment where they're just battling in the background and he's kind of doing his thing. Like I thought it was pretty funny and, and, and pretty cute. Um, and like I felt so bad. Like I felt so bad for him when the Ravagers are like picking on him. Like I, I like I, like to make me feel emotion over a stupid fake little 3D thing is 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 saying a bit. Um, yeah, I'm perplexed perplexed by that because I was like, okay, they're picking on Groot. Can we just fucking get over the scene? I don't. I you know like, I guess. Get on with the film. Like I, uh, like I kind of was okay with the whole. Like each character had some kind of like, um, plot progression with like their grievances, but it felt yeah. like almost everybody had grievances that were trying to be remedied. And I'm like, okay, like even the like the kind of tertiary antagonists are stupid, like yeah. stupid golden people. I don't fucking remember what they're called, but I'm like. Well, they make they they're 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 there specifically to make Adam Warlock. Like that's, like, I mean, I guess we all should have seen the Adam Warlock reveal coming from a mile away, given we're getting ready to go up against Thanos in the Infinity Wars. Like, like Adam Warlock. Was there a hint at that in the first one though that there's gonna be Adam Warlock somewhere? Um, maybe. Like, no, I don't think he was on that. Like, you're talking about that that list of like. Uh, names no, 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 the that... first Guardian. Like, there was something there hinting at it. I don't remember. No, they, they like, they they speculated that his birthing pod was in the collector's room or whatever, but that, like, then there's, like, no, 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 that wasn't, that wasn't Adam uh, Warlock's birthing pod. But that's, that to me sounds more like a retroactive kind of thing. Like, they put it in there, and then when they realized they actually wanted to use Adam Warlock as part of the core story, and it didn't fit into him being in one of the the tubes in the collector's, uh, you know, essentially uh, trophy hall that they, they had to kind of like, no, 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 that's not, that's something else entirely. Don't worry about that kind of thing. But yeah, now I know what you're talking about. Um, back to the, uh, you know, I'm kind of with you on, yeah, bad for you on some of the, uh, the humor is a little, little heavy handed. Like, uh, and most of it I was okay with. I did have a couple moments. I laughed out loud, but, for the most part, a lot of it was a little too much, and there's there's one joke in particular that I kind of like. I kind of groaned because I didn't need it. Um, I'll give you a guess to see if you can guess which joke it was. That kind of was like oh, I didn't need this right now. Can you give me a frame of reference because that's that's how I felt. It's, it's last. It's in the last quarter of the movie. Which character is it? Rocket Raccoon and shit. No, it's 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 a Peter Quill joke. Um, I don't. Even, yeah, I can barely remember anything. All right, about the movie. when I was kind of just nothing my way through it. When he turns into Pac Man in the in the final oh. fight, I was like, dude, like that's the stupidest thing. Everybody, uh, everybody in the movie theater was like, "Oh, it's Pac Man." I'm like, then that's. It was there for a brief second, and I'm like, oh, because you referenced it earlier. Ha ha. Okay. Like, that. It takes all the coolness out of that fight, right? Like, because the fight's actually, be, it's pretty cool. Like, it's visually stunning. Like, there's a lot of shit happening. It's really intense. 
and then like that joke kind of took me out of like the big bad the big cool superhero fight like and the the humor in big superhero fights is supposed to be like these these witty quips or whatever and for the most part i don't think any of the humor in the big fights needs to be there like like the like the oh you said a bad word or that's not a party from the fucking first avengers movie like i don't need any of that when it comes down to time for like the real climatic fighty fighty battle and him turning into pac-man like i was just like oh really that's not cool but um overall i really i really had a ton of fun um the movie is longer and it's slower and i think that's what a lot of people a lot of gripes i'm hearing about it is is just like it's it's longer and slower the first movie was kind of like wham bam and it went by faster because you're getting introduced to a whole lot of new elements it's a marvel movie and like there's all this flashy space shit in front of you and like you get these cool like each character gets to be the like shine in the like the spotlight and be a little badass for a little while but now that the characters have been introduced they have to actually make progression on those characters and the storylines that the limited choices they have they it's kind of like it's we have to build relationships and that kind of stuff. And, you know, it, it, you know, I don't know a whole lot what they would have done differently, but ultimately, you know, um, I, I, I enjoyed it. It's just, there were there, I can see where most other people's grievances come from for sure. I think my main issue is that I was left wanting with the whole Peter Quill, like dilemma, like he's whole, like he goes from, I fucking hate my dad to, oh, my dad's great. I love my dad. Back to, oh, I hate my dad. I got to kill him. He's a an evil creature thing. Yeah. Um. But then again, like, those are, like, I think the core emotions we can comprehend, like, like, uh, like abandonment and like, uh, like loss, family, these sort of things. But, like, you have to, like, it's a comic book movie and his dad's essentially, like, sentient planet like a space thing and like he was he was taken away after his mother died by a bunch of space pirates and taught to be a space pirate like so like we don't really have a scope as to like what he should be feeling at that point in time like they're all like my interactions with humans would only tell me so that any person in his position should be batshit crazy they should be schizophrenic and all these other fucking have all these, they would have post-traumatic stress disorder. Like they would not be a functional, like quippy human that we get in Peter Quill. So, I mean, I can, I guess I see what you're saying. Like where you're like, it's kind of, it's, it felt rushed. Cause at that point you're an hour and 40 into the movie when all this starts to happen. So. Eh. Yeah. Um, like the whole Nebula and Gamora thing was all right. Like that also felt like it just resolved out of nowhere. Yeah. Like oh we we hugged we're sisters now. Yeah. Like, what? A... Okay. I didn't. Like, know. I, I just beat the shit out of you. I almost killed you. Oh, but it's okay. Forgive you. Yeah, it's you know overarching themes. It's just it's it's strange. I'm with you. It's weird. It's probably not the greatest. Um, you know, uh, like if you were to put it. Like, we don't have to do the whole list, but just, like, the one that's right above it and the one that's right below it, like, in the pantheon of Marvel films, like, where would you place it? 
Uh, I don't know. That's kind of a thing. I feel better answering, like after marathoning all the films, so they okay. were fresh. Yeah. Like, cause even like I can hardly remember even what what there is. Like, what was even the first one? Thor. No, yeah, the first one was so Captain. Well, you got Iron Man, Iron Man two, Iron Cap, Man uh, you got Captain America, Thor, um, Thor two, Captain America, Winter Soldier, uh, Avengers one and two, so uh, Captain America Civil War, Ant Man, uh, Guardians one, Guardians two, Iron Man three. I haven't seen Winter Soldier. That's I know. I, oh no, I haven't seen Civil War. That's the one I haven't seen. That's I need to get on. I need to get on that. Um, I would probably. I don't know. I guess I put it below Guardians, one. Okay. And what else would be around there? Like maybe. Because this is like a rough. This would be just. I'm just throwing some shit out there. But like, I guess like maybe above Iron Man three. Yeah, um, so I would say... I mean, like, I like Ant-Man a lot more than it, so I, I don't know where I'd place all this shit, really. Yeah, you'd have to sit like, down and do the whole list. So, I mean, I, you know, with with Winter Soldier's probably, like, my favorite um, by far. Civil War's pretty good, but it's it, it, it becomes too much. It's it's just a third Avengers movie. It's just, it's just another Avengers movie. It doesn't really need to be a Captain America movie. But I, I would probably place this in the lower third, so probably beat right behind, like, like right behind, mm, like because uh, I feel like Iron Man two, Thor two, and yeah, I think uh, it's way, Iron Man three it, here on the bottom. Yeah, I think it's way better than than Thor two, Iron Man three. I didn't mind Iron Man two. Um, Better than, but definitely better than Thor two and um, what was the other one? Iron Man three. I would say Incredible Hulk. Uh, no, I'm not counting those Hulk garbage movies. Um, I I would say it's even better than the second Avengers movie, Age of Ultron. Um, because Age of Ultron is just one big fight sequence. Um, so I would say it's probably better than Age of Ultron, but not as good as say. Ant Man, first Avengers movie, the first Guardians movie, like that's kind of like the area I would put it in. Yeah, I can agree uh, with that. So it's probably in the lower third, with the first movie being in the upper third. Um, you know, but you know, it's okay. I mean, I enjoyed it, and I don't want to say it's bad by any means. It was fun. Um, it just, I don't think it was what people were expecting out of a second Guardians of the Galaxy movie, seeing how like how in your face and flamboyant the first one was this one is not that yeah it felt really like tame like it felt like another marvel movie movie almost i'm just yeah. like oh well, that's not what i was coming to guardians guardians of the galaxy for but whatever yeah so all right let's uh move on to another song
How's your progress coming along with Chrono Trigger? All right, uh, Chrono Trigger. I mean, um, I haven't made a lot of progress since the last time we talked. To be honest with you, uh, more than me, because like I'm still. I think my my cart, my Chrono Trigger DS cart, is fucked up because I put it in my 3DS, and 3DS is supposed to play regular DS games, and yeah. now my 3DS doesn't want to start anymore either. Wow. So I think uh, I think my cart fucked up. Somehow, have you it's tried? New fucking cart. Have you tried cleaning the contacts on it? Yeah, I took alcohol, uh, put it on there, put it inside both the DS and the 3DS contacts as, as well as I could. Like, got them as clean as I could. And, uh, oh. It's still not working all right. Like, I could take the if I take the cart out and turn on the 3DS, uh, it just turns on okay. Yeah. But in the cart in it, I'm like, uh, what the fuck? So I guess I'll either have to go and plug my PS2 in or buy it on PSN. Like, I wanted to play it on 3DS, though, because I think there's extra shit uh, in the DS version, but I can't remember. Yeah, and I, I'm just playing it on the on the Vita PSN download. Um, So, you know, I haven't made it very far, uh, really, to be honest. Okay. Uh, So what else have you been up to, gaming-wise, then? Um, hmm, that's a good question. Like, uh, you know, not, not a whole lot, cause, cause coming back this past week or two has been hustle, 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 get stuff done for work. Um, and then, you know, I've, I've, I've played a little of this and a little of that, you know, um, you know, played some Mario Party with the wife on the 64. Um, I've played, uh, what was I, what was I, oh shit, what was I playing? The other day, played for a while. I played Overwatch for a while, which I haven't picked up since that damn game came out. But I ended up playing it for like an hour and a half, two hours, um, which is a lot for me to play a shooter, especially one I'm forced to play multiplayer in. Um, so that was fun. Um, I had a bit of fun with that, uh, you know. So I mean, what, what about you? What have you been playing? Uh, well, I completed Bioshock because Nicole was playing Infinite. I'm like, fuck, I want to play Bioshock. Like, because I get into these things where if I see somebody else playing something similar to a game that I've been meaning to play, like, I'll get this weird, like, craving or I don't know if it's desire. Mm-hmm. Like, I ha- I'm like, fuck, that's all I want to do. So she was playing Infinite, beat it. So I'm like, god damn it. Well, I got to play Bioshock. So I beat Bioshock. And then she was, um, I downloaded or she bought, I guess, Fallout New Vegas for the PC, and I downloaded some mods to make it look a lot better, and she's been playing that, and I'm like, fuck it, now I gotta play Fallout 4 again, like, I gotta pick that back up, so I'm trying to kind of keep that at bay, and work on, like, catch up on old shit that I'm, that I'm meaning to catch up on, and I moved on to Bioshock 2, which I'd never played before, and I don't know if I like it as much as the first one, have you ever played any of Bioshock, or the, I guess the Shock games, like, I guess uh, like, it's Shock 2? I played Infinite, and I played probably about an hour of one and two, and I just I didn't really care for them to be honest with you. Um, the aesthetic of Infinite was probably the only thing that kept me playing that one as long as I did. Um, but yeah, that's 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 about it. I mean, okay, so you probably shouldn't check out the Prey game that just came out. Uh, yeah, you, I looked at it and I was like, eh, I don't really. I mean. <sighs> You know, there aren't that many new games coming out that excite me. Like, where I'm like, ah, I really want to play that. 
because a lot of it kind of feels samey. Like I can I can see like the like the trailer, and like I'm instantly able to sort out what's bullshit and what kind of like the gameplay is gonna sort of be like, and then from that I kind of like generalize it and vague it out because in my mind I want like this super in depth complex thing, and that it's never what I get, so it ends up being just whatever. And then I feel like I wasted sixty bucks on a game that I I'm not gonna play. So, so are you concerned that modern gaming is becoming too derivative now? Well, I mean that's 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 sort of like the nature of the progression of any media, to be honest. I mean, movies become derivative for what you know in spurts. Music's become derivative, um, and I would say you know movies, books, everything come becomes derivative, and it goes in spurts, and then something new and amazing will come out, and then that'll be the source of everyone's sort of inspiration for the next you know however long and. It, 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 there are only so many original ideas out there, blah, 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 that whole thing. But yeah, um, I really find that all new games, they all feel like they want to be Skyrim, like, I guess is the best way to put that. Like, they, the whole open world, do whatever you want bullshit. Yeah, and then you're left with a sense of, like, actually nothing. Um, well, Skyrim is a great game. I just don't think it works in some of these other, um, areas, right? Like, you know, open world. Okay. That's, I mean, that's good. I don't have a problem with open world, uh, games. I, 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 do. I know you do. Um, and I don't, I think there's a place for them, but the gameplay has to be right. You can't just throw us into an open world um and give us like a limited skill set and then proceed forward because unless there's stuff to do all over the world what is the point of the open world right like if you can't interact with a ton of things and and do a ton of things like you could in say like a survival game where the whole point is like you collect sticks until you get a wooden sword and then you you, you know then you know or you can you know craft a bunch of stuff or like the point is the world itself is a character in the game but when it just becomes a big expanse for the purpose of being a big expanse you realize there's nothing there and you only ever visit a dozen areas and there's all this time and development put in this big ass fucking world and all i'm doing is going to the same five fucking places it doesn't feel like a big world it feels like a big it like, it doesn't matter if it's decorated with trees and deer and or even dinosaurs or magic elf ladies. I don't fucking care what's between here and there. But if the only thing for me to do is over there, it just feels like I might as well just be walking through a goddamn desert. Like, why is it there? I can agree. And, like, also when they add, like, fast travel in, it's like, what the fuck's the point then? What was the point? Just give me a hub world, like a hub menu. Because uh, obviously all the stuff happens in this town, so I need to be in this town. And then we're doing something in the next town. And my options are either walk there or fast travel there. It's 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 a hub menu. And this is this is this is again an open world, free to explore. Because some people are really into that. Some people are really into just finding weird shit in the corners of nowhere. All right, and I'm down with that. But a lot of these open world games, they don't have that really. And we also live in the internet age where. It only takes a handful of people to find all the weird shit, and then people just go online and find where do I find the weird shit or the powerful shit or the special shit, and understand that. Um, 
but it also feels like this is a point in time where they need to take yet another cue from from tabletop gaming, right? So you take like it like like a like a tabletop RPG experience. And while all of this is at a DM's discretion, whether you have a good DM or a bad DM, in my opinion, a good DM, they, you know, when it's when it's important enough to take you from point A to point B with no sort of interaction, you know, they don't, they, they do that. They take you to point A to point B without a whole lot of need. But you can also make the world at any time dangerous. And I think that's what's missing from a lot of these open world games is like, don't let me fast travel. And make the world dangerous. Like there's, there's, there are rewards to be gained by going from point A to point B and exploring. And it doesn't feel like that balance is right in modern gaming. It's either you check all the stuff on a box to get a trophy, or you just do it for shits and gigs, right? Like I feel like if if the gameplay is engaging. And it like I feel like I'm going to gain character like significant amount of character power by not fast traveling, by taking the road less traveled, then you know that's great. But I don't feel like no game gets that balance right. You know, like it's it, it, it there's just not enough reward there. If you understand what I'm saying, I understand what you're saying. And like I just got this like mental image of like the world is connected. Like, like the world is connected right now. Like everybody's connected by internet. Why isn't there a game that's quote unquote open world, and like shows you, like in the game, like paths, like the most most often traveled path, and then like, it gives you the like it, like like you get some kind of visual presentation on the screen, like footprints or something, like showing where most people go. Mm-hmm. What, like there, I feel like there'd be some novelty in choosing the less traveled path, and then the game like just giving you some kind of like it makes up it some kind of reward or something for you for having to have done that in this... and like if you it'd be like an evolving thing like we're no if you make a decision it affects somebody somewhere else who's playing the game and may get arrive at that location and may change their decision based on what you did and i'm with you and i this is this is the cue where they're trying to be skyrim but they're falling flat because this is something i think um, maybe not exactly that because I see what you're saying, like like a like a dynamic world where you know like people that are you know just want to get from point A to point B. That's obvious path they take, and then if you decide you want to go over this other side of this mountain, then the game can say, "Oh, but there's a troll over here now," and you fight the troll and get something cool or whatever. Um, and it's unique to you. Like, yeah. Nobody else would ever have that thing happen. And I think that's like a lot of the stuff people tried, like with Skyrim. And they said, oh, the Radiant Quests are everywhere. Like, everything's unique for everything. But it all just became redundant. Like, you did the same yeah. shit over and over again. But my, my point I was going to make up with Skyrim is not maybe the quests. Because, like, I can understand the resources involved in such an undertaking and, like, how that would be difficult. But, like, Morrowind or Skyrim or Oblivion was kind of eh. But Elder Scrolls games in general, like, there's it's a big open world. But you always stand the chance of like coming around the other side of the mountain and finding a little cave that has some really angry little fucking dude in it that has a box full of cool shit or like stumbling into a hole. That's a cavern. That's got, you know, like giant crab monsters in it. Like there was always felt like there was the possibility of something being there when you, when you took 
you know, off the main road, right? Whereas a game like, like, Breath of the Wild's not a good example because that's it's that's a Zelda game that's watered down. But maybe uh, Horizon Zero oh, Dawn. But it's been or, out for like two months and it's already a game informer's top one hundred greatest I, RPGs. Of I all want time. us to each go get a copy of that magazine, and I want to do an episode specifically us tearing that 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 issue apart. So keeping. Well, who bought it? Was it uh, James? James, yeah. He'd be on that shit and tear it apart too. Yeah, James. So if you're listening, uh, feel free to 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 hit me up and join me for that. Uh, join us for that. But um, like so, like I guess Horizon Zero Dawn or or some of these other games that are coming out that are just flashy, right? Just flashy open world whatevers. Like it doesn't feel like there will ever be anything over there. And you go and look up, and they're like, "Yeah, there's nothing over there." It, it, then what is the well, point? That, nowadays, like they like they'll come preloaded, like with items you can buy that will populate your map with where the interesting things are. So then it's like, well, what the fuck is the point of making an open world map? Just give you a hallway and be like, all right, here's the thing at the end of the hallway, because that's what you're pretty much doing. It's, you're not really exploring anything anymore. You're giving them it's superfluous the exploration out of it. Exactly. It's just like, what the fuck is the point? Okay, you made this quote unquote beautiful open world. Everything's great your sun your weather is dynamic your sky changes the it's, it rains it snows it does fucking whatever uh and you can explore but then you're just like oh well here's a good point of interest there's a good point of interest and i feel like kind of like the advent of trophies and achievements and all that shit undermined gaming a little it's bit less of a, like a, it's less of a, like an enjoyable experience now and for some, a lot i guess not most people but a lot of people it's like it becomes work you have a checklist of things you got to check off your list yeah, like, I, I should not feel, when I put a new game in or download a new game, the first time I launch it, the first thing I do should not be check what trophies there are. Like, I should be interested in finding out how to play and playing, and I think all this time you had some dude at a desk spend sculpting your mountain ranges and placing your trees and carving your streams. Like, give me a fucking character progression system that's not three different ways to shoot a guy like all mechanics these days just feel like another way to shoot a guy like i don't need that as an active mechanic i know what you mean like the amount of times like i walked by like this quote like this beautiful vista i can't stop saying quote unquote but like this like i'll be in the game and then like there'll be like this beautiful vista or like i'll be walking through trees and like like the leaves on the trees are so detailed you can see the veins or whatever and i'm like well, this this is nice, I guess, but like you just you you run through that section sometimes in like ten seconds. Most or, people don't ever appreciate what the fuck that is. the graphics. Like everybody's like, I'm a graphics whore, I like graphics, but nobody really. Well, they're really the same. They're the like, they're the same stupid fucks that think three buttons is compelling gameplay. So yeah, I'm a graphics whore because all I really need is fucking three buttons. The same three buttons for fucking forty hours of bullshit. Yeah. Wow, I just got really mad. <laughs> like when you like, hey, like pick a topic, I realize I'm getting you fucking veins throbbing. Uh, well, it's it's not. It's just like for the first time in a long time, even even with not having as much time to play games, I just I look. I, I constantly I'm going on the PlayStation Store. I'm looking up what games are coming out, and like I don't feel like there's anything that I'm jazzed to play. And that feels so inherently wrong to me, because for the longest time, you just, 
you know, you know, you've got this that half dozen games on the horizon for the new year, and you're just you you gotta buy them when they come out, and you you, know, you gotta you gotta spend two days straight, you know, fucking pissing into a you know a goddamn catheter and eating Doritos and drinking Mountain Dew all night or whatever your fucking thing was, um, like in I. And I want that experience. I so want that experience. I want that that feeling of excitement for a new game and not being able to like pull myself away from it for five seconds to live life. Like I miss that dearly. And I look at the upcoming slate of, of stuff coming out and nothing makes me feel that way. And yeah. No, I completely agree. Like the most thing I was hyped about that came out this year was a Musao game, and that's because it was Berserk themed. It's my favorite, uh, like media fucking property, I guess. Whatever. Have you uh, seen? There's a new a new world. series out. Yeah, uh, I watched the first season. There's another season that uh, Nicole and I are gonna work through. Okay. But uh, like, I, I'd rather like be able to watch it kind of in chunks. Yeah. No. And way. I already know, like, it's it's subpar quality. It's oh. like the it's CGI, um, like the fucking they cock tease you because the intro uh like you know how like the opening like there's always an opening for show it has like a soundtrack or whatever yeah. and it does credits and all that kind of shit fucking opening is animated 2d animation looks pristine looks pretty fucking sweet and then you get into the show and it's like this kind of disjointed cgi thing and mm. i'm like ah, because the first like the the first anime is i know you like you didn't finish it that's whatever. Well, I uh, want to. Like, I just, I just haven't perfect. gotten back into it. So, I mean, Nicole binged it, but surprised the shit out of me. Uh, so, yeah, I felt like I owed it to the property to buy this game when it came out, and yeah. I played the hell out of it. I got a hundred, I got all the trophies, whatever the fuck, uh, and enjoyed it a lot. And then it was, and I was done. And I'm like looking on the horizon, and I honestly, I honestly can't tell you anything that's coming out. I think maybe God Wars is coming out, and that's because I pre-ordered it. Yeah, like last year when it was announced. Um, I know there's a new East game coming out. I mean, I have all of them. I should probably pre-order that one too, but I'm moving. I'm like kind of weird shit. Like, Tales of Berseria came out, and I've been meaning to play the Tales games for a while. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of the better ones that have come out. Like, uh, like I'm really just hoping and pining for Suikoden 6, which is never going to happen. That's probably, if that ever gets announced, that would make me... Well, that would be the, that would be the game, right? Where Where we, like, lose our shit. And like wait every day until it comes out, so uh, you know. Because I remember, like, I don't know if it's because we're getting older, but I remember being younger and like even like hearing like just the snippet that hey, this game, this future game is going to be announced, and like you just get hype, like you just get hype. You don't know shit about the game. You don't know if it's going to be any good. You've never seen any graphics, but you know that they're going to be better looking. The gameplay should hopefully be improved, and you're just like fuck yeah, let well, me play it. I mean, I guess it circles back down around to the 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 the. the things becoming derivative and appealing to the lowest common denominator, right? Where, you know, they're trying to mass market a game to as wide of audience as possible. And with more people playing video games than ever, the wider, you know, the wide net is this simple, you know, repetitive gameplay. And, you know, that's for a lot of people, right? Like, obviously it sells. So you can't fault developers so much for wanting to make a game that sells. But I mean, everybody's—it's about the bottom line, ultimately. And I used to, you know, it used to be like, 
oh man, E3, 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 and then you just like you're just like binging all these like trailers and gameplay footage from E3 back when that shit would be on like TV, and like you're watching it and like oh that how does that work right? Like you look at a game and you ask how does that work? Like how does that play right? But now. I look at a game and I'm like, oh, that's that that plays like the other three games coming out this year. Like it's just me shooting a dude. The whole difference is just the theme. Yeah, and it's like I've had enough. You're in the forest. You're underwater. Like, oh, okay. I've had enough just shooting a dude. Like, and and I think that's where other battle systems like RPGs need to make a comeback. While it's not, it's not, it doesn't have a mass market appeal because everybody likes to shoot shit. But it, it really struck home the other day for me where it's just everything is just another version of shooting a dude. Like, and, or, and, like, fighters have such, like, taken themselves out of it and become such a, like, a super niche thing. Like, all fighters are fighters. And, like, you can't even have, like, honest-to-God, hand-to-hand, like, fighting mechanics in a game anymore because that belongs in a fighter everything is just me shooting a dude like even so much that action like platformers and action games have to give me a mechanic for shooting a dude like i've shot enough dudes i have honest i can honestly tell you i've shot enough dudes i don't need any more i was reading on game facts that somebody was lamenting the fact that this new game came out and it's an action, another fucking action RPG. And they're like, why can't we just have another good, like, AAA turn based RPG? Like, I think it was uh, actually probably like the Persona 5 um, thing, but some guy would just, like, think, like, thank God this came out. And then somebody else was like, no, thank God that turn based RPGs are dying. They're boring. And I'm like, playing the same, every, when everything's the same, nothing is interesting anymore. You don't, there's no variety. Then ultimately the medium dies and it's all boring, and then it gets just fucking sucked up by the casual. Like I hate sounding like an elitist, I guess, but by the fucking casual crowd, and it's all mainstream and it just fucking sucks. Yeah, I mean, and you know, guys, really, when when uh, we we talk off air, you know, I don't. I hate that here lately. It's been a lot of like just not. Like, we have, we've been pretty, like, I don't know, like, grumpy. Like, we've been grumpy lately. And, you know, I don't think it's fair to say that we're totally grumpy dudes, but, you know, I, I think it even goes back to uh, still one of our most popular episodes, Western versus Japanese RPGs, and as a subject that comes up quite frequently on this, this show, like, there there are certain things that we like, and those things we like are are fading fast like if not already just completely gone from the the modern gaming uh sort of ecosphere and if you really think about it let's say a year and a half ago maybe even 2 years ago we would have said everything's an RPG now everything's got progression mechanics everything's got you know essentially talents and builds and i thought that was kind of great like yeah, give give shooter games talents and and character progression, and they've even in the past two years watered that down, in an attempt to balance it. So now it might as well not even be there. Now it's just like four boxes that you unlock to put you in the same tier as other dudes that have put a hundred hours into the stupid game, and there's no real choice in it anymore. 
you know? And, and that's the ultimate failing of those things. Like, the people that do in like innovation either are, like, they haven't gotten to the point where they make enough money to, like, mo- like modernize, I guess. Like, they're still trying their own unique thing. Or, um, fuck, I just lost my train of thought because the goddamn cat was playing with me. Shit. Well, it's all right. I, I think I think we've beat this this horse to death. I got uh, one email I'd like to read, and then uh, we'll get out of here. So let's take a quick store uh, song break, and we'll get to that when we get back. week uh for the here email um oh you know what actually like if i, I need to harken back on the thing we just spoke right. about being right. grumpy okay quick. yeah go for it you think it might be because uh we're not hanging out anymore we don't just vent to each other 
It like, could be. So on, it on could be. It, it could be. Like, that's a legitimate thing. Like, but in in all honesty, I don't think we spent that much of our time just being pissy about shit not being the way we wanted it to be. Like, granted, it was a small portion of our conversations, but uh, it could definitely be reflective of our ability to not throw that, uh, you know, out. And I lied. I have two emails that we need to read. Um... We will do this one first. We will call him Brad. And by that, I mean that's probably his name because that's what it says at the top of the email. And I'm sorry if you didn't want me to use your name, Brad, but we did. Uh, Thanks again for the show, guys. I really enjoy listening to it when I'm driving for work. Uh, Quick question. I know you guys have talked a lot about some of your uh, nerdy things you like to do, but what other sort of hobbies do you have outside of video games, i.e., uh, I really enjoy archery from time to time. Thanks, Brad. All right. Well, Brad, uh, archery, that's really weird to just come out and tell people that you're into archery. Uh, Dude, no, that's fucking awesome. What are you talking about? I mean, I I'm, not, I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying that it's a bad hobby. Like it's a cool hobby. It's just weird. Like, Hey, what are you into? I like archery. As, as opposed to what we just got finished saying, like the, like uniqueness is, Dissipating. That's that's fair. All right, all right. Like, I, do you use like compound or recurve? Like to know. Just send an email what you use. That'd be cool to know, Brad. Do, do you make your own bows and shit? Like, oh no, if you're words? dude, if you're a bowyer, like then we like that's that's way cooler. Like that that takes it to a whole new level. If you're a bowyer, that's that's fucking sweet. Um, but uh, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, I can go first. I guess. Not a big all right, go for it. Uh, so Mojave's outside of video games. Yeah. Uh, not really an extensive list. Okay. Uh, especially because we haven't done it a lot, uh, but board games and card games. Totally. Um, reading, uh, as much as I can as a hobby. Um, sure. Watching, like, random ass, like, sci-fi fantasy shit, like, TV, movies. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much it. Like, I would like to, when I have more time, to get into something physical. Like, I used to, like, I had tried for a while to try to get into fencing. Uh, but there's not really anything around here for that. Yeah. And I considered like martial arts of some type, like maybe Aikido or Judo, but mm-hmm. uh, I feel like I'm too old for that shit now. No. Um, like so. I, I used to sit like through some of Dan's Taekwondo classes, and there are people of all ages in there, man. Okay. So I mean, never too um, late to get no martial arts. I guess. Uh, Nicole's been doing rock climbing with like a coworker. Fuck that. And so what the fuck? I wore, I did rock climbing for like. A year when Dude, I was like, 11. have you seen me climb a ladder? Well, this you have a, a phobia. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I'd be up there like, oh, that's my color. No, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. I don't do high up. Okay, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't really have much going on because I don't have a lot of free time. Oh, uh, when I'm bored, places I'll doodle shit. I don't know. Okay. I'm like, I want to call myself an artist, um, and occasionally I'll just like start writing like a little short short story thing that never goes anywhere but okay all right so you dabble like you're a dabbler i mean that's you like to like to like to try out many things i suppose i would, I would like to get into archery so if you got any advice let us know man yeah man uh i guess for me um outside of gaming of course there's the normal uh list is like i enjoy i enjoy reading even though i don't have time to read as much like physical media as more i listen to a lot of audiobooks in addition to my my podcasting uh, podcast listening, I got, uh, you know, 
obviously podcasting is a hobby, you know, outside of video games, but we do one about videos, whatever. Uh, also enjoy immensely playing overly complicated board games and card games. So when we say board games, we don't mean fucking Monopoly, you know, even though there have been many good times had in this house drinking, playing Trivial Pursuit. Um, that's, uh, we're talking, you know, 100 pieces takes, you know, a college degree to figure out how to play it. But once you get it going, you know, stuff that takes an afternoon. It's it's fun. Um, an expensive hobby, but fun. The more um, obscure, the better as well. And, uh, you know, outside of that, like, uh, I enjoy learning how to do new things. Like, I guess you consider acquisition of, uh, like, knowledge. A, like, I really enjoy, like, all right, so how do you fix X, Y, or Z thing? I, you know, there have been times where I'll spend an entire afternoon learning how, say, a state like a like a like a AC works, and for no other reason than just to know. And I, there's no telling that if I, I'll remember that knowledge in two years. But just learning how random shit works, I really enjoy. And then, like, you know, this is the little side of Brent that nobody knows a whole lot about. But, uh, you know, I I grew up out here in the country and. Uh, I really enjoy, like, so much, like, if there's a hobby that's number two to playing video games and talking about video games on the internet, it's got to be fishing. Like, I love to go fishing. I could I could spend days on a boat fishing if I had the time. Um, and I'm not bad at it. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's a weird juxtaposition of characters for me, I understand. Like, there have been times where I'm, I'm, literally you know knee high in fucking grass like just fucking slaying hogs like fucking ripping bass out of the pond wearing a goddamn final fantasy 7 t-shirt like it's weird i get it but it's my life um i really enjoy I it think it's weird I, a lot of people say it's weird um but like fishing is like a natural like uh sub- substance like sub- i guess i guess substance, thing um, and like it's a relaxing thing. Oh, it is. I've heard it is. It's 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 it is a it's yet another, uh, like I guess you would say it's like a calming thing. Like and it's one of the things in in life that I lose utter track of time with. Like if I go out fishing, like I could be like, all right, I'm only going to spend two hours out, and then eight hours go by and I have no idea what happened to that time, and I don't regret it. And, you know, I it's always it's always worth it as like a decompression kind of time for me. So. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's our hobbies. Um, yeah, it's pretty basic stuff. So, uh, thanks so much for the email, Brad. Um, send us, yeah. What, what do you, I mean, what do you, you recurve? Like, are you, are you any good? Like you got like a channel where you're shooting shit like on, on the YouTubes? We'd like to know. Um, never wielded a crossbow. So, uh, next email, uh, is from Alex says, Hey guys, I work right now, but just listen to the end of your episode where you pick three characters to spend the trip with. My first pick would be Ignis. He can drive the whole way on auto drive without complaining and provides banging food, which among other things keeps your stamina up, which is very important considering when the next two characters I'd pick are Tifa and Cindy. Sorry, Brent. I don't need a mage opening a portal to get me to the destination any faster. Agnes can drive slow as damn as he damn well pleases as far as I'm concerned, as I'm glad to spend every second available to me with the other two in the back seat. God, that's dirty. Fucking dirty people. Uh, the only issue with that is they have to find you attractive as well. When... That's that's true. Statistically, that's, that's highly unlikely. That's yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean 
laws of averages in that That's car. Right. I mean, no, I mean, I I don't know how how attractive or unattractive you are, Alex, but uh, I would say it's safe to assume that uh, you know, judging by the people in that car, they're either going to have sex with Ignis or each other before they're they're touching any part of your body. Um, so sorry, bro. But it's a great great choices though. Great choices, great choices. On another note, I wish I could have made it to the con with the group. It would have been fun to meet everyone in person, but unfortunately I had prior family obligations and the timing didn't work out. I'll take you up on the beer offer next go-round just make the next meetup closer to Connecticut. Lastly, you forgot to review how fucking good every single dish of food looked in FF15. I would have straight up eaten that food through the screen if possible, but no. You were probably too busy daydreaming about giving Prompto a BJ. Don't worry, I know how you feel about your favorite Final Fantasy 15 character and your secret is safe with me. Unless you read this email in its entirety on the podcast, which you're probably doing right now, you fucking loser. So, there you go. Just kidding. All the love from the show. Alex, a.k.a. Skiscrotum X from Discord. So, that's, yeah. That's, uh, oh, okay. That's like, I don't feel too bad about ripping into him in the first half of the... Skagism? Skagism uh, is his name? Skagism? Uh, yeah, no, uh, that's that's... Yeah, uh, yeah. I saw that at the bottom, and I was like, "Oh hell no!" Here we go. I should have known it's your skeevy ass. <sighs> you bastard! Every time I read his username, though, it reminds me of Skeeth from Dot Hack. Does it? Which, like, that reference is gonna fly over the majority of people's heads, but whatever. It, I haven't played that game either, so sorry. Missing out. Good shit. Well, that's why I'm here is to play all the good stuff, but we haven't gotten that far yet. We got to play all the old stuff. PS2 area. Well, we'll get there eventually. You know, Nicole was talking to me. She's like, "Why are y'all doing old shit?" I'm like, "What do you mean, why we're doing old shit?" I mean, that's the theme of the sh- that's the theme of the show. Like, we're doing we're, like, I don't know if we still use the whole like uh, was he, and that like that fuck. What are the le- like when the letters represent something? Oh, uh, initialism. Like scuba. Well, that's acronym. That's or, that's an acronym. Uh, acronym has to spell another word. Like, so if you can't say it, like, so NASA is an acronym because you can say NASA FBI is an initialism because you have to say each letter in turn. Fair enough. I'm like, so our name thing stands for, it doesn't just stand for role-playing games. Like it stands for revisiting past games, which I don't think we even use anymore, but but the whole theme was initially at inception that we play older shit that people nowadays may not have even had a chance to play or maybe never, never even heard of. And a lot of the stuff we never even heard of. She's like, yeah, but like if you played modern shit and talked about modern shit, it might be more interesting to more people. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, like, like you might get more hits and stuff. And I'm like, uh, I mean, maybe, maybe, if you want but to spell out. Even like, I don't know if I could play that many new games anymore. Like, can't afford to play that many games. No, uh, for certain, certainly not. I guess you Redbox them. Like, let's what? we'll do the Redbox selection. That'll be the new name of the show, Redbox Selection. Here's the thing, right? Like. People that listen to a podcast about old RPGs listens to it because they like new, uh, like old RPGs, and that's what they get with us because we also like it. Like nobody that likes new video games is going to listen to a podcast very long where it's two dudes just being angry the whole time about how new games suck and we should be playing old games. Like we wouldn't even get we we might get more hits, but we wouldn't keep anybody around very long. Cause that's why we we need to get somebody else who loves new games, and then they can just be the oh man, this game was great, and we'd be like, fuck, game sucked ass. This is a comparable game that is much better. You should go and play it. 
Yeah, well, that's that's probably the theme of some show out there. But, you know, she, maybe if she had better taste in video games, you know, she'd understand. Well, like a lot of the stuff she plays, I enjoy playing as well. So, How about that Barbie game? She, you enjoy playing that? Because it doesn't work. Well, then there you go. So, no, she's like, she's been playing Bioshock. Like, she plays a lot of the games with me. Like, we found a lot of co-op stuff to play. That's been for the most part enjoyable. Like she decided to play Little Big Planet three though one day, and I'm like, uh, you're not going to want to do this. And so we started playing it, and sure enough, she's like, I don't think I can finish this. I don't think I can get through the next level. I'm like, yeah, because this game fucking sucks. The first one wasn't bad. I fucking hate Little Big Planet. Like I played ten minutes of Little Big Planet one, and I'm like, well, I don't understand the appeal. Yeah, it's not great. Like it, it's it's just not bad either. Like I was like, oh, this is mediocre, and I can't. It feels like. Sorry. I was just saying, I can't play video games with Brittany, mostly because, like, I get overly competitive, and she's blind as a bat. Like, she legitimately can't see. Like, she's recovering from optic neuritis, can't kind of see. And it's like, uh, I, I just get frustrated. I'm like, like, do the thing! Do the thing! Do the thing! And she's like, I can't see it! I'm like, what do you mean you can't see? It's right there! It just doesn't, it doesn't end well for anybody. So. Yeah, I can't, like, I can't watch her play games. Cause like I'll be like, uh, like in my mind I'm like, do that, do that. You're not doing that. Do that. You're not, you're not, you're not doing that. Please do that. And I'm like, oh, like I have to like fight myself to not like ruin her gaming experience. Oh man! A couple times I've been like, hey, it'd be a good idea if you did that. And she's like, I'm playing right now. So I'm like, I'll just shut the fuck up. That's like when Brittany played Final Fantasy VII for the show. Like I had to leave the room whenever she was playing because I would be like, oh, just, just, just cast Kira and then do the thing. Like no, you should big guard first then you know why aren't you using this like you should i mean you haven't used that this like do the thing like no you have to press over like like i was just not i was not good to be around and i had to leave the room because it was just it's just i was getting incredibly frustrated <laughs> like no it's it just a, it's it's like i probably could never watch another person play final fantasy tactics like i would lose my mind like i would probably squirm in my seat i think so that might actually be a decent a decent thing, like a decent show, or like an episode or something. Like, we both co-op a game we've both, like, beaten enough times. And then, like, like just figure, like, try to, I guess, have an experiment of some sorts of, like, see where we agree on actions, where we disagree on things. Like, how how that gets sussed out and where do, where do people go from there? Like, I feel like, maybe not even just with us, like, it'd be a great social experiment to do with people in general. Mm-hmm. Like, like well, something that they've had massive amounts of experience with each person and then throw them into it and see what happens. Well, I mean, that was like that was like the progenitor for this show was like a video show where you you could watch us playing the same game side by side. Remember that? Like we were we wanted to do like the videos where like like, you know, you were playing we were playing the same game and you could watch like simultaneously the different ways we played the game. Yeah, but we just never did any of the recording. Yeah, like I mean, that I'm just saying that was like the progenitor to this to this show was like that. Well, my well, my revised concept would be us playing this, the same game at the same time, which logistically would be a nightmare. It would never get done. Yeah, but I feel like it'd be, it's a cool concept, and I think. Yeah, well, especially things like we've established on the show that me and you play games fundamentally differently. So, I mean, it, you know, it is what it is. But uh, you know, I think um, I think that'll about do us for this this little shindigs here. We we I was like, yeah, man, I need you for like thirty minutes, and we've been here for like an hour. 
which is great. Um, means I have to record less of my own. So, um, yeah, I'll go ahead and do all the post stuff. And... Well, like everybody says, we got pretty good chemistry. Shit just naturally happens. Yeah, we just get to talking. It generally works out. So, uh, yeah, you have anything else for the people um, out in the, the wizard world? Uh, not really. Do you still remind people of Belk Amazon link? Yeah, I do that all in post on the on the end of the thing, on the end of the thing. Okay. Um, what was it? Oh, let me pull up the let me pull up the thing. All right. So, um, I need a two things. I'm gonna ask everybody for two things before the end of the show here. For two upcoming non-review shows. All right. First off, everybody was were they were huge fans. Of the music episode Blaine and James did over on Is It Worth It? Okay, and I recommend everybody go listen to that if you haven't already. Um, what I want to do is I want to do a music episode, but I'm not going to drop unrestrained copyrighted music into our show and post it on our feed. Uh, I know nobody listens to it, and we'd probably never get caught, but it's just the principle of the thing. I'd hate to put a bunch of shit up and then have to go fish it back out later because we done broke some copyright thing. Because I, I specifically, in the episodes where I do use music, I use a very specific length of music that I'm allowed to do, and we review it in the episode, so it's all kosher. But what I want to do is I want everyone in the Discord or listening before, say, when is this episode will post on the 15th, before the, let's say, before midnight sunday the 21st find a remix or whatever uh, a remake of your favorite video game song preferably from an rpg um and send a link to me whether you dm it to me in discord on twitter or through an email and we'll do sort of like a compilation that way of of remixes of songs um and Preferably ones that have a free uh, user license, you know, because, I mean, so you can go to, like, Overclock Remix. They have all this stuff. I just got to credit it. Um, so, like, you know, you can do that, even YouTube or SoundCloud, if you find stuff that's got, you know, credits that I can copy and paste over into the show notes. That kind of thing, because I want it to be more legit. But just send me the link. Uh, if I can't use it, I won't. If I can use it, I will. Um, yeah, Blaine and James, your show is not legit shit. I'm not saying their show's not legit. I'm just trying to stay out of trouble. Like, that's... Because you never know. You never know. God forbid. Like, I, it just seems like so much work to fucking go and fish that shit out. Like, fuck that. I'm, I'm not doing any of that. Um, cause well, I did notice a lot of people in Discord were saying they liked re-listening to that episode. So what if we uploaded two versions? Either one with our commentary and then one with just, the, like, a playlist? Well, if I'm not mistaken, I should be able to put... Um, what are they called? Like like uh like markers in the audio file that you can skip to on your player. But anyway. Okay. I mean I might be able to do that. I don't know, that's a, it's an idea, we'll think on it. That and I need one person to volunteer for a lot of work. Okay. Um we wanna do another trivia thing, right? Because we did those early on, they were super fun, but they only worked because there were three of us. Like, I could ask Nick and Glenn questions. Nick could ask me and Glenn questions. Glenn could ask me and Nick questions. It worked out. But we we have been shut out of that because we don't have three people. So I need one person, a su- like a verifiable super fan, to volunteer to host 
trivia for me and Nick. I want to do a like a like a stump the host kind of thing, where you, uh, you, you know, you come up with the whatever, whatever you want to do. I just wanted a little another little trivia contest. They're fun to listen to, and I want to do it again. So if somebody's out there that wants to do that, and uh, we have a little time on this one, so but uh, preferably get me an email or a DM in the next week or so, so I can lock down who's doing it, and I can kind of. For the most part, it's going to be up to you. There are one or two things I'd like to be in there, so we can talk about it and whatever. So just send it to me if you if you're down, which I assume probably multiple ones, multiple of you guys are, but I'll pick one and uh, we'll uh, we'll do it. So uh, that's well. On that note, have you can like considered a replacement? Like a replacement, replacement. What do you mean replacement? Like. For when you're like out of town, like finding, well, well, that and then finding somebody to potentially fill a third spot, so we can get more engagement. Um, we we could. Um, I I kind of like the like the third rotating seat right now, mostly because it gets a new voice in the third chair, and we're not throwing a third person's uh like schedule into the mix. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, that was one of the harder things with three people was like, when can the three of us kind of record together? Um, and the way it is now, you know, we are the primary do ones to do this. We kind of like shift stuff around sometimes for some people that can't be there at our normal kind of recording time. But you know, uh, I, 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 you know, I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'm down to fill like a third chair yet. That was just a, I mean, it's, it's, it's not a bad idea, you know, and it's, it's, the problem is, and I think the reason initially, and I hope he's part of this episode because I sent him a message um, about like just doing like a little check-in thing because we've got a couple emails you know regarding him recently, just kind of like what he's been up to kind of thing. Um, the reason we invited Glenn to begin with was because he had a starkly different opinion than the two of us, right? And um, I don't want another thing third i don't want a permanent third chair that has the same opinions as us well i mean that's why you you vet the like the applications or whatever yeah yeah i don't know i don't know i think we got a good thing going right now i don't think there's a need to change the formula yet um but uh you know and and I think we've we've kind of alluded to it. Um, I don't think we've we haven't finalized anything yet. But when Nick's moving, there will be a handful uh, of episodes where he may not be around, and I may have to you know maybe me and somebody else or just me. Um, I hope not. But um, and then we also want to try and get a few episodes in the bag to kind of like you know fill that air too. So we'll figure that out, um, and we'll know more when that gets closer. But I wouldn't worry about to that too much um, for the people at home. Um, I'm, I'm. You can ask Nick. I'm incredibly annoying when it comes to getting an episode out on time. Like if I can, I will, and I will bother the piss out of somebody until I do. Uh, it's, it's not that bad. He's over. Uh, yeah. Well, speaking of which, we got to record again next week and to be back on schedule. But um, we can talk about that this week. All right. So uh, that'll do it. Later, guys. Peace. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, hey, Brent, I love that show. I love it so much. I wish I could just just 
embrace you and give you the most love possible. But you know what? You know what says love more than than an intimate embrace? Money. That's right. Money says it. And you know what? You can give us money without ever actually having spent any extra money. Because I know I know what you're doing. You're going to Amazon. You're getting the free two day shipping. You're buying your extra large uh, underwear or your five-pound chocolate Easter bunny, or what? God knows what else you're buying. They got all kinds of shit there. You know, Prime with the free two-day shipping, just, it's great. I know you're doing it. And what happens, if you go on over to our website at therpgshow.com, you click on the Amazon affiliate link, and everything you buy, after clicking on that link, Amazon pays us. It's like you're giving us money, but you're making Amazon do it. How great is that? right? That's what I thought. So, just you do that, that'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, I don't really know how to end this. That's So, yeah, bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The RPG Show. You know what you can do? You can head on over to the website at therpgshow.com You can find all sorts of rip-roaring, badass banging shit there. You can find links to our forums, YouTube, Twitch channels, as well as a help the show link and a link to the Discord, as we mentioned earlier. If, you know, live chatting is not, you know, your bag, then you can send us an email to podcast at therpgshow.com or even follow us on Twitter at therpgpodcast. And I think, really, that's it. Oh, no, it's not. You know it'd be better than all those things? If you could head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review, each one helps, and we love you for it. So until next time, stay awesome. Bye, everybody. <laughs>